The farce of EV chargers. Oh, yeah. We're talking billions of dollars wasted. Woke Barbie hits the market. Oops. <laughs> and Ireland going full-on totalitarian. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Thursday. It is a Thursday. And uh, yeah, we got all that and a lot more coming up tonight. Welcome in. Please do hit that follow button. If you don't have a free Rumble account, you can pick one up. It's easy to do. takes no time at all. And once you have a, a Rumble account, you can make comments in our live chat. You can follow the show. Make comments under there where it says comments. Live chat's best, though, because we see it right away. We get to react to it. So please do pop into the live chat and say hello. We always give hat tips to folks who are uh, talking to us in there. All right. And, of course, we have one little piece of business we have to take care of before we get on with all our, our topics tonight. That would be our great sponsor, Blackout Coffee. Mm -mm. Still got time, by the way. The holidays are coming. And if you order now, today, chances are, in fact, I can almost guarantee you're going to get it in time for the holidays. <clears throat> Not only will that make your holiday parties extra special with this amazing fresh roasted coffee, but also you can pick up a couple of bags to give away as holiday gifts. They've got holiday flavored coffee. If you're not a fan of flavored coffee, that's okay, too, because they've got all kinds of great uh, other regular coffees over there. All of them unbelievably fantastic. Full-bodied, never bitter, always robust, amazing coffee. You will notice the difference. The other difference with this company is that they are an American company, and they believe in our values, honesty, integrity, family, trust. This company donates coffee to the troops, first responders. There's even a place there if you like. If you're feeling generous, you can donate coffee to the troops. They do it themselves as a company, as a matter of business. And this company, like I said, supports our values, USA and making good coffee. Those are the two things they're all about, and they are 100% committed. Now, I'm saying fresh roasted, because of the way they process their beans. Once you place your order within 24 to 48 hours, they roast your beans, ship them out another few days to get to you, and boom, you got it. That crap you've been buying, those beans you buy off the shelf, you don't know when they were roasted, you know how long they sat there. Dump those other guys, get behind Blackout Coffee, not only to help support an American company, but to get yourself the best coffee you've ever had. I promise you will love it. Blackout Coffee, use the link in our show notes. And also don't forget at checkout, use our promo code J20JAY20 for a 20% discount. J20JAY20 at checkout. That will get you a 20% discount from Blackout Coffee. Use it. Enjoy it. Don't forget Christmas gifts. Great idea. Thank you, Blackout Coffee, for being part of the show. We really appreciate your being here. Really, we're proud to have you as a sponsor. Okay. Hope your Thursday is going well. It's just started across most of America. 
And we got some stories tonight that are head shakers. We always look for the head shakers. <laughs> and somehow, it's never really that difficult to find them. Yeah. For example, electric vehicles. Our idiot Congress provided $7.5 billion for electric vehicle chargers. Charging stations, you've seen them around for this ridiculous EV crap. Seven and a half billion dollars to provide these electric vehicle charging stations. You know how many they've built so far? Zero. None. Not one. Biden's re-election messaging promoting electric vehicles kind of falling flat on its ass because it ain't happening. Seven and a half billion dollars and so far not a damn thing has come out of it. A dearth of charging infrastructure. One of the top reasons Americans say they will not buy an electric car. Congress, at the urging of the Biden admin, agreed in 2021 Two years ago, to seven and a half billion to build thousands, tens of thousands of EV charging stations across the country. Now, this whole thing was aimed at getting drivers to buy electric vehicles while allegedly tackling climate change, which it does not. Where do you think the electricity for your charging stations comes from? The magic energy fairy? Mm, no. Two years later, the program has yet to install one charger. States and the charger industry are blaming the delays on the labyrinth of new contracting and performance requirements they have to navigate through in order to get the federal funds. Where have we heard this before? Federal officials authorized more than $2 billion of the funds sent to states. Fewer than half have even started taking bids from contractors to build the charging stations. They haven't even started. Consumer demand for electric vehicles is apparently on the rise in the U.S. because some people are just that stupid. Six times as many chargers is what's needed on the roads by the end of the decade. Not a single charger funded by the bipartisan infrastructure law has come online, and the odds are they will not be able to start powering America's vehicles until at least October of 2024. Unbelievable. Republican opponents now are trying to shut down the admin's efforts to build a network of chargers by choking off the funding. Good. If you're not going to do anything with the money, take it away. Use it for something else. Oh, let's see, maybe mm, a border wall. The sluggish rollout could very well undermine Biden's EV-themed re-election messaging and increase the possibility of a Republican in the White House who could roll back the charging network's efforts in 2025. 
it's been frustrating to say the least, is a quote. You think seven and a half billion of your dollars and so far, nothing, not one across the entire United States. The idiot Congress at work. <laughs> Man. Speaking of idiot Congress and open borders and the mess that is there, a man of Mames posted this over on X. He's at Ricky Doggin, if you want to follow him. This is brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and it is in English. This is a guy I, he's not identified, but from what I can guess, he is likely from Saudi Arabia. You need to listen to what he has to say, because there is an edumacation here. <laughs> Take a listen. Uh, and, and, and let me say this in English so you can understand what I'm saying. No, I know you have translation, but I'm, I just want to make sure you get it right. There will come a day that we will see far more radical extremists and terrorists coming out of Europe because of the lack of decision-making, trying to be politically correct, or assuming that they know the Middle East and they know Islam and they know the others far better than we do. And I'm, I'm sorry, but that's pure ignorance. Pure ignorance. Listen to this man's words, folks. He knows about what he speaks. Fair warning. You've been told and he mentions Europe. I will also mention the US because they are coming in across our border, left, right to center, thousands, tens of thousands at a time. They're just waiting for the signal and it's going to happen. You know, you feel it in your gut. You know it's going to happen. And the woke left, just lets them roll right in. And the Rhino Republicans, too. Speaking of woke, how about a woke Barbie? Oh, you know this was going to happen. But it happened in a way you might not think. The manufacturer's woke Barbie attempted to honor Indian tribal chief However, that, let's just say, didn't work out so well because of a typo on the toy box. <laughs> I'm going to assume this is the Barbie. Mattel attempted to honor a famous female Native American, and that blew up in their faces because of a typo. The uh, woke manufacturer, Mattel, has been utilizing its Barbie line to showcase a 
long series of politically correct personalities, nothing any kid really gives a damn about. Transgender, lesbian, minority dolls. Well, now they've turned their attention to honoring the memory of the late Wilma Mankiller, Cherokee Nation's first female principal chief. She led the tribe for a decade until 1995. And during her leadership, Mankiller lobbied for expanded education, rural health care, restoring pride in native heritage. She passed away in 2010, presented with the three American presidents actually presented their Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civil award. Public ceremony honoring Mankiller's legacy was set for Tuesday in Tahlequah in Northeast Oklahoma. The Cherokee Nation is headquartered there. The Barbie doll shows Mankiller wearing a ribbon skirt, black shoes, and carrying a woven vest. But there's a problem. Regina Thompson, a Cherokee basket weaver who grew up near Tahlequah, pointed out to the AP the Cherokee language symbols on the packaging are wrong. Now, the two similar, uh, symbols look very similar. The one that Mattel used translates to the word chicken, not Cherokee. <laughs> yes, the famous Chicken Nation. I'm sure you've been to the Chicken Casino there. Also, the AP was told Mattel should have considered moccasins instead of black shoes and included symbols on the basket. Wilma's name is the only thing Cherokee on that box. Nothing about the doll is Wilma. Nothing. Mattel spokesman Devin Tucker says the company is aware of the problem with the symbols and is discussing options. But maybe if you'd just done a little bit of your homework trying to be so damn woke, you would have realized your stupidity. They didn't even consult the tribe. Regrettably, Mattel did not work directly with the tribal government's design and communications team. They actually have one. And Mattel just said, yeah, we'll do this ourselves. We got this. Apparently not. The printing mistake itself doesn't diminish what it means for the Cherokee people to see a tribute to Wilma Mankiller, uh, who she was, what she stood for. All well and good, but come on. It's really not that difficult. And they have a department at the tribe, at the nation, to cover design and communications. There's a team of people from this Cherokee nation. No excuse. No excuse. Here's hoping this... Now look, all great to honor this Wilma Mankiller, female chief... But to do it like that, make these stupid mistakes, 
Your wokeness has screwed you again, and I couldn't be happier. GOP Oversight Committee, speaking of woke morons, Riley Gaines, we love Riley Gaines. She says, let me be perfectly clear. A school that knowingly allows a male athlete to take a spot on a women's team or allows a male athlete to take the field in a woman's game is denying a female student an athletic opportunity. Yes, it is my sincere hope that members of this committee will take action to stop the Biden administration and their rewrite of Title IX. My name is Riley Gaines and I'm an ambassador for Independent Women's Voice and I'm here today to urge you to protect women's sports and, up and uphold the original intent of Title IX. My story is by now well known. I was a student at University of Kentucky where I was also a member of the women's swim team, finishing my collegiate career as a 12-time NCAA All-American, a five-time SEC champion, still the SEC record holder in the 200 butterfly, making me one of the fastest Americans of all time. In March of 2022, female swimmers from around the country and I were forced to compete at NCAAs against Leah, formerly Will Thomas. We watched as this male swam to a women's national title, beating out the most impressive and accomplished female swimmers in the nation, including Olympians and American record holders. Despite tying down to the 100th with Thomas in the 200 freestyle, I was denied the trophy because the NCAA claimed it was necessary for Thomas to hold the trophy when photos were being taken. It was clear to me, my teammates, and my competitors that they had reduced everything we had worked our entire lives for down to a photo op to validate the feelings and the identity of a male. Sad day, folks. Sad day. Riley Gaines is not putting up with any of that bullshit. She calls it out where she sees it, and she's exactly right. Every time some male who pretends to be a female takes the field or joins a team or competes, an opportunity is taken away from a real female. Yes, I said that, a real female, not this fake wannabe female. There's more to that, about five minutes long. I obviously, I couldn't play the whole thing, but I put the link in our show notes. If you want, check it out, give it a listen, share it out there on your social media. It's a, a post from the GOP Oversight Committee, and uh, quite a good one, actually. All right, Ireland. What the hell is happening in, uh, come on, are you kidding me? We're gonna, Talk about that coming up. It's a good example of why online freedom and privacy and security is so important these days. We live in a digital age, my friends, and one of our sponsors here is offering you a great deal. If you use the link in our show notes to get over there, it's simple, it's easy, and it's at a giant savings. You need a VPN. You've got to have one. This day and age, everything we do is online. Our privacy, our security, more important than ever. And if you want to think about it another way, it's not just you, your family, your friends, anybody whose contact is in your mobile device or your laptop or your desktop, all of those addresses, phone numbers, 
They're all vulnerable, too, to snoopers and hackers. NordVPN really is the perfect solution. It is simple. It is easy. It is inexpensive. What you're going to pay for this less than a cup of coffee. And I'm telling you, without it, you could potentially pay a whole lot more. There have been a lot of hacking going on lately. Some of this ransomware that's been out there, well, it's rearing its ugly head again. And if you're not protected, you are in for a world of trouble. NordVPN allows you to browse the web securely, privately. You don't have to worry about hackers, snoopers, even your own ISP who collects, yeah, they collect your data and sell it off to marketers. They're tracking your online behavior Stop them in their tracks with a VPN, and I cannot recommend NordVPN more. Fantastic company, state-of-the-art, military-grade technology. They've got over 5,000 servers in 59 countries, and it's simple to use, too. You do not have to be any kind of a tech guru. I'm not much of one myself, but once you put this app in, you click one button, that's it. You're protected. And with a single NordVPN account, you can connect up to six devices. So you have to keep paying every time. Your phone, your laptop, your partner's phone and laptop, desktop, kids. One NordVPN account lets you protect six different devices, all for the same low price. Use the link in our show notes. Get up to 65% off. That's huge. And three months extra free. Imagine that. You really do. Just don't muck around when it comes to internet protection and your privacy. It's just that important. I've seen it happen to people, and it is horrible. Winds up costing them a bundle, and they lose information they can never get back. Don't think it can't happen to you. It absolutely can. In fact, the longer you go without a VPN, the more likely it absolutely will NordVPN, links in our show notes. Check them out. Do yourself an enormous favor. Protect your privacy online with NordVPN. Okay, Ireland, what in God's name is going on over there? That country has become a total, totalian state. Michael Schellenberger. Love this guy. He's over on X, at Schellenberger. He says, it sounds like a Black Mirror episode. A small country announces a crackdown on hate speech to seize control over the entire internet. Except it's not a Black Mirror episode, and it is happening right now in Ireland. I know, it's Ireland, it's over there, but like I keep saying every time I cover something from Europe, Asia, Middle East, it's just a matter of time, folks, just a matter of time. You gotta think some of these places are just test centers to see how well it goes over before they try it here. The so-called hate speech bill in Ireland is nothing like what it seems. It's not a bill about protecting the Irish people from hate crimes. It is a Trojan horse 
designed to control the world's big tech companies, X, Facebook, Google, YouTube. He writes, this is a free speech emergency, and man, is he right. We thought the legislation was dead, but the Irish government is now using recent riots as an excuse to ram this legislation through before Christmas. This totalitarian control that the government in Ireland is trying to do, here it is in black and white. One of the key features of the bill, write to attorneys with a leading Irish law firm, is the provision for offenses by corporate bodies. Big tech censorship. What it's all about. The way they can avoid the censorship? Yep. Cooperating with the government. Opening up the books. Letting the Irish government control what goes out over their social media sites. There is a link to an article in our show notes. There is a video attached. And I would strongly suggest that you look at, look at it, check it out, read it, share it out there. Like I said, yes, I know, it's Ireland. But folks, you've seen it before. It's happened. And it's happening right now as we speak. It's just a test. And it will be a matter of, what, months, weeks maybe? Until it comes knocking on your door. And you need to be ready now for it. Them and the WEF and their great reset bullshit. Some countries, albeit they small countries, nevertheless, it's actually, I think, just as important that these small guys have the balls to say, nope, we're not doing it. Screw you in your great reset. The Croatian MEP, Mislav Kolakuzic, does not hold back when exposing the WEF's great agenda, a great reset agenda, in the EU Parliament. He says, there is no greater danger to the rule of law, democracy, and the free market than this sect. It is the largest networked organization of the world's conspirators, creating all the agendas we've witnessed in recent decades, wars, pandemics, policies of this so-called green transition which result in the impoverishment and suffering of billions of people. Now, this is in Croatian, I assume, but there is a translation on the screen. Let me play a little piece of what this MEP from Croatia had to say. He says, this week, dana, a meeting of Davos, the so-called World Economic Forum the world's most dangerous international association is being held in Davos, Switzerland. 
The association consists of billionaires, politicians elected with their money, and its founder is the notorious Klaus Schwab. No greater danger to the rule of law and democracy and the free market than this sect. I know a little confusing with him yakking to me translating. It's easier if you actually watch the video because the words in English are on the screen. This goes on for a couple minutes. I can't play the whole thing, but it's worth your time. And a little country like Croatia actually standing up to the World Economic Forum and saying, nope, ain't going to happen. And warning others about it, too. Problem, of course, is whether or not others are actually listening. Wouldn't seem like it. Speaking of small countries that have big problems, New Zealand is not large. It's big enough. Screwed up? Oh, yeah. You can thank Jacinda for that nightmare and her crew. She is now safely hiding away somewhere, member of the WEF, of course. Well, Liz Gunn, who uh, is in hiding, sadly, came out with this very short little snippet. And I want the links in our show notes, exactly this post I'm going to show you in a second. Politician and lawyer Liz Gunn has called for Jacinda Ardern to be forced to return to New Zealand and her passport held. Sounds like a damn good idea to me. Quote, she has broken her social contact with contract with the people of New Zealand. She has allowed them to be injured, damaged, and killed. For what should be fairly obvious reasons, Liz is now in a safe house, hiding. The former Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern, to be forced to return to New Zealand, her passport held, and I call for her actions to be held to account. She has completely broken her social contract with the people of New Zealand. She has allowed them to be injured, damaged, and killed. She has kept the information about that secret, and so has her successor, Christopher Hipkins. And I say to Christopher Luxon, the new leader, you are looking very weak. Stand up and call out the evil of supposedly the other. So the four there you go. That link is in our show notes. Like I said, I encourage you to watch it, read it, share it, get the word out there. This snorting criminal who now isn't even in New Zealand. She's got all the time and money in the world working for the WEF. Oh, how convenient. She needs to get dragged back kicking and screaming to her country to face what she's done. It's absolutely frightening. I told her way back when it was happening, when she was in charge of the place, I told you, there is something really off about this woman. Something is very wrong. Sadly, I was right. All right. I'm going to... This is a long video. I don't normally play these this long. It's 
about three minutes, but it's worth it. We never end our this part of our show without having some piece of cute, funny, or awe-inspiring video or story. Something to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. It is, of course, the holiday season, and this story brought a tear. Man, I'm telling you. It's kind of self-explanatory, but the captain of this airline usually has a tradition where he will have a Christmas sing-along on board his flight. Well, there is a soldier who came home early on this flight, and his wife is actually sitting in the plane as a passenger, and she has no idea he's on board. This soldier's home early. Take a look at what happens. Attention passengers, this is your flight attendant speaking. It is getting closer to the holidays, and our captain has a special tradition he likes to do There's where the wife. he leads us all in a holiday song. So if I can please get your attention. I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> you can plan on me. She looks so innocent. <laughs> Please have snow and mistletoe and presents by the tree. Some people starting to sing along now. Christmas Eve Including his wife Now watch this Where the love light gleams I'll be home for Christmas If only Did you see that? Oh, that that reaction was priceless, priceless, man. That moment when she turned around and realized that was her husband singing, man. <laughs> wow. The link to that's in our show notes. You want to watch it again or share it out on your social media, please do. It's great. Absolutely brilliant. Posted by a hat tip to Armand Klein X. Armand Klein over on X. Thank you, Armand, for posting that. Wow. Made my day when I saw that. Absolutely incredible. All right. There you go. I hope it made yours too. You ready? Book time. Yeah, we read books on this show. We've been doing that since the very beginning, 500 over shows ago. And uh, we've done all the children's classic literature, Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, Little Prince, uh, we Winnie the Pooh. We've done so many great books, Jungle Book. And then we flipped it up a little bit. We did George Orwell's 1984 and the Animal Farm. 
and then White Fang, and now we're into Treasure Island. Love it. I gotta be honest, I never read this as a kid. I know you're supposed to, but I never did. And I'm so glad I'm getting to read it with you now because it is an amazing book, having a great time reading it. Hope you're enjoying listening. Uh, please be sure before we get started here, just hit that follow button. It really helps our show out a lot. If you don't have a, a free account here on Rumble, sign up. It's easy. They don't spam your in inbox. They don't share your information out. And then once you have an account, come on back and hit that follow button. We really do appreciate it. Free for you. Helps the show out a lot. Okay, you ready? Here we go. They were just about to set sail when we last left them yesterday. Treasure Island. When we got to the inn, the squire, Dr. Livesley, were sitting together finishing a quart of ale with a toast in it before they should go aboard the schooner on a visit of inspection. Long John told the story from first to last with a great deal of spirit and the most perfect truth. That was how it were now, weren't it, Hawkins? He would say now and again, and I could always bear him entirely out. The two gentlemen regretted that Black Dog had gotten away, but we all agreed there was nothing to be done. After he'd been complimented, Long John took up his crutch and disappeared. All hands aboard! By four this afternoon, shouted the squire after him. Aye, aye, sir, cried the cook in the passage. Well, squire, said Dr. Livesey, I don't put much faith in your discoveries as a general thing, but I will say this. Long John Silver suits me. Man's a perfect trump, declared the squire. And now, added the doctor, Jim may come on board with us, may he not? To be sure he may, said the squire. Take your hat, Hawkins, and we'll see the ship. Chapter 9 Powder and Arms The Hispaniola lay some way out, and we went under the figureheads and around the sterns of many other ships, and their cables sometimes grated beneath our keel, sometimes swung above us. At last, however, we swung alongside and were met and saluted as we stepped aboard by the mate, Mr. Arrow, a brown old sailor with earrings in his ears and a squint. He and the squire were very thick and friendly, but I soon discovered that things were not the same between Mr. Trelawney and the captain. The last was a sharp-looking man who seemed angry with everything on board and was soon to tell us why, for we'd hardly gotten into the cabin when a sailor followed us. Captain Smollett, sir, axing to speak with you, said he. I'm always at the captain's orders. Show him in, said the squire. Now the captain, who was close behind his messenger, entered at once and shut the door behind him. Well, Captain Smollett, what have you to say? Oh, well, I hope, all shipshape and seaworthy. Well, sir, said the captain, better speak plain. I believe at the risk of offense. I don't like this cruiser. I don't like the men, and I don't like my officer. That's short and sweet. Perhaps, sir, you don't like the ship? 
inquired the squire, very angry, as I could see. I can't speak to that, sir. I haven't seen her tried. And the captain, she seems a clever craft. More I can't say. Uh, perhaps, sir, you may not like your employer either, said the squire. But here, Dr. Livesey cut in. Stay a bit said he, stay a bit. Now, no such use of questions as that, but to produce ill feelings. The captain said too much, or he has said too little, and I'm bound to say that I require an explanation of his words. You don't, you say, like this cruise. Now, why? I was engaged, sir, on what we call sealed orders, to sail this ship for that gentleman where, we, where he should bid me said the captain. So far, no good. Now I find every man before the mast knows more than I do. I don't call that fair, do you? No, said Dr. Livesey. I don't. Next, said the captain. I learn we're going after treasure. I hear it from my own hands, mind you. Now, treasure's a ticklish word. I don't like treasure voyages on any account. I don't like them above all when they're secret. And when, begging your pardon, Mr. Trelawney, the secret has been told to the parrot. Silver's parrot, asked the squire. It's a way of speaking, said the captain. Blabbed, I mean. It's my belief neither of you gentlemen know what you're talking about. But I'll tell you my way of it, life or death, and a close run. Well, that is all clear, and I dare say true enough, replied Dr. Livesey. We take the risk, but we're not so ignorant as you believe us. Next, you say you don't like the crew. Are they not good seamen? I don't like them, sir, returned Captain Smollett. And I think I should have had the choosing of my own hands if you go to that. Perhaps you should, replied the doctor. My friend should perhaps have taken you along with him, but the slight, if there was one, was unintentional. And you don't like Mr. Arrow? I don't, sir. I believe he's a good seaman, but he's too free with the crew to be a good officer. Mate should keep himself to himself shouldn't drink with the men before the mast. You mean he drinks? cried the squire. No, sir, replied the captain. Only that he's too familiar. Well, now. And the short and long of it, captain, asked the doctor. Tell us what you want. Well, gentlemen, you're determined to go on this cruise. Like iron, answered the squire. Very good said the captain. Then, as you've heard me very patiently saying things I could not prove, hear me a few words more. They're putting powder and arms in the forehold. Now, you have a good place under the cabin. Why not put them there? First point. Then you're bringing four of your own people with you, and they tell me some of them are to be berthed forward. Why not give them the berths here beside the cabin? Second point. Any more? asked Mr. Trelawney. One more, said the captain. There's been too much blabbing already. 
far too much, agreed the doctor. I tell you what I've heard myself, continued Captain Smollett. Then you have a map of an island. Crosses on the map to show where the treasure is. And that island lies, and then he named the latitude and longitude exactly. I never told that to a soul, cried the squire. The hands know it, sir, returned the captain. Livesey, that must have been you or Hawkins, cried the squire. Doesn't matter who it was, replied the doctor, and I could see that neither he nor the captain paid much regard to Mr. Trolley's protestations. Neither did I, to be sure. He was so loose a talker, yet in this case, I believe he was really right, and nobody had told the situation of the island. Well, gentlemen, continued the captain, I don't know who has this map, but I'd make a point it shall be kept secret even from me, Mr. Arrow. Otherwise, I would ask you to let me resign. <coughs> I see, said the doctor. Well, you wish to keep this matter dark, make a garrison of the stern part of the ship, manned with my friend's own people, and provided with all the arms and powder on board. In other words, you fear a mutiny. Sir, said Captain Smollett, with no intention to take offense, I deny your right to put words in my mouth. No, Captain, sir, would be justified in going to sea at all if he'd ground enough to say that. As for Mr. Arrow, I believe him thoroughly honest. Some of the men are the same. All may be, for what I know. But I'm responsible for this ship's safety and the life of every man jack aboard her. I see things going as I think not quite right, and I ask you to take certain precautions, or let me resign my berth, and that's all. Captain Smollett, began the doctor with a smile, did you ever hear the fable of the mountain and the mouse? You'll excuse me, I dare say, but... You remind me of that fable. When you came in here, I'll stake my wig. You meant more than this. Doctor, said the captain, you are smart. When I came in here, I meant to get discharged. I had no thought that Mr. Trelawney would hear a word. No more would I, cried the squire. Had Livesey not been here, I should have seen you to the deuce. As it is, I have heard you. And I will do as you desire, but I think the worst of you. That's as you please, sir, said the captain. You'll find I do my duty. And with that, he took a sleeve. Trelawney, said the doctor, contrary to all my notions, I believe you've managed to get two honest men on board with you. That man and John Silver. Silver, if you like, cried the squire, but as for that intolerable humbug, I declare I think his conduct unmanly, unsailorly, and downright un-English. Well, said the doctor, we shall see. And when we came on deck, 
The men had already begun to take out the arms and powder, yo-hoeing at their work while the captain and Mr. Arrow stood by, superintending. And that's where we'll leave it for today. We will continue on as they are almost ready to set sail for Treasure Island. We'll do that tomorrow on the show. All right, folks, thank you so much for popping by. I really appreciate that. Thank you a lot. We appreciate your interaction with the show, too. You can join us in the live chat. You can do that down below. You can follow the show. We really appreciate that. Get yourself a VPN, protect your on on online activities. Get yourself some blackout coffee. Pick up a couple of extra bags to give away as Christmas gifts. Brilliant idea. The links are in our show notes and uh, help support the show, help support our sponsors. Thanks again, and I will see you all tomorrow for the Friday edition. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha.